2: she Welcome to Strange Familiars, covering a range of topics from the paranormal, cryptids, mythology, the occult, hauntings. UFOs, weird history, and folklore. Wherever you are listening to Strange Familiars, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or any other service, please subscribe and click the like button and share the Strange Familiars pages and stories on Facebook and other social media. If you have experienced something strange, or if you know a story you would like us to cover, email. Strange Familiars podcast at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, facebook.com/Strange Familiars, and of course you can always find us at strangefamiliars.com.
3: Welcome to Strange Familiars. If you like what we do and you want to help us out, please consider becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com/Strange Familiars. $3 a month gets you extra content. We try to do a full extra show every month just for our patrons. But we do some other stuff as well. This month, besides the extra show, we gave everybody a free live album. I recorded at the Haunted Church. We had a stakeout there last week. And there are other levels of support as well. You can go in at higher levels and get things like t-shirts, stickers, pins, and more. want to take this time, of course, to thank all of our current patrons. You guys are really helping out. You guys make the show happen. Thank you very much. And again, that's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. Thank you. So before we get on with tonight's show, I want to talk a little bit about Flannel Man, the Flannel Man episode. We got a really good response from that. Got a couple more Flannel Man stories that came in. One I'm going to share with you in a little bit. I did want to make a note. I had contacted Nurse with Wound to ask them if we could use their music from Thunder Perfect Mind. If you remember during Allison's segment, she said that's what we were listening to when she had her Flannel Man experience. About an hour after I published the episode, Steve Stapleton, the mastermind behind Nurse with Wound, responded to my request and said yes of course go ahead and use the music so he had given me permission but it just came too late it wasn't his fault I asked him very late in the process I think I asked him two days before the deadline or something like that so it's certainly not his fault but I did want to note that he was nice enough to give us permission the episode was just already done by the time I got his permission but I'll go ahead and throw a link to nurse with Wounds Bandcamp. In the links, if you want to hear some creepy music, and give a thanks to Steve Stapleton. So even though we didn't get a chance to use the music, thank you, at least for giving us permission. That would have been a really cool part of the episode, but just came a little bit too late. Like I said, it's not Steve's fault, it was my fault for asking him too late. I didn't think about it until the last minute. So speaking of Flannel Man, I got a really interesting email. This comes from JD from New Mexico. And he talks about his flannel man experience and his thoughts on it. So I'm just going to read an excerpt from his email. JD gave me permission to read this. He says, I tend to listen to podcasts a lot in order to get to sleep. However, the auditory stimuli of podcasts can sometimes work against my sleeping state, as I'm often jolted awake by obnoxious loud closing music or sudden laughter. I've also experienced a higher degree of sleep paralysis since listening to podcasts when I go to sleep. While I can't remember to which podcast I was listening on the night I saw Flannel Man, I remember the closing music was some obnoxious metal music with heavy electric gut-wrenching guitar chords. I didn't like it, it woke me up. Or at least I thought it woke me up. I was lying in bed with my eyes open and paralyzed. Funny enough, as much as I loathed the metal music, it also had a motivational effect. It made me angry. I don't know why I felt so angry. I'm actually quite the pacifist in real life, and I'd really hurt so much as a spider. I've noticed that every time I've had sleep paralysis, I respond with panic, desperation, and anger. Sleep paralysis is a realm unto its own, and I've grown to recognize its strange atmosphere when I'm suddenly in it. It's like being awake, alone, and plastered against my bed. It's an oppressive feeling like a claustrophobic might feel in a tight space. It always comes accompanied with the proverbial sense that there is an unmistakable presence of a darker entity residing in my room. On several occasions during sleep paralysis, I've sat there helpless in bed while these dark shadowy hands do some kind of surgical Reiki over me. Sometimes I just wake up, and other times my wife has awoken me from violent fits of hyperventilation. This night was no different. I sensed there was a presence, not in my room, but in the hallway in my house. I was paralyzed, angry, and I wanted to break free and I felt an opportunity presented itself to do so. It was my goal to break free from the bonds of this condition. I managed to move one hand, then another, then my feet. It was as if there were hundred pound weights strapping me to the bed. Finally, I managed to get myself out of bed and onto my feet. Then I cripplingly made my way to the door of my bedroom, dragging my feet along the way as if dragging a ball and chain. I creeped the door open and peered down the hallway, and there he was. Startled, he turned around looking at my direction without really looking at me. It was Flannel Man. I was the ghost, and he was the experiencer. He looked annoyed, as if dealing with a bird having escaped its cage. He wore dark trousers and a red flannel, which didn't seem out of place for the attire of a day laborer in New Mexico. He was clean-shaven with short, dark hair. The way he stood confidently in the hallway of my home invoked a sense as if I was in his house, not him in mine. I hated him for this. How dare he do this? I felt such vicious hatred for this man. One weird detail, some dreamlike intuition made me want to call this guy Mike. I wanted to summon my strength to attack him. Then I woke up back in bed, exhausted and sweating. J.D. continues, My thoughts on this flannel man person. I was always super perplexed by the experience and thought about it frequently. It was thanks to an interview you were doing with one of your experience or listeners when you made an off-the-cuff remark about Flannel Man that I had my GTFO moment. I've had a few experiences I'd place in the realm of high strange or paranormal, but I've never divulged them hardly to anyone, nor do I ever really plan to. I'm happy to be a silent listener. It wasn't until I listened to your first Flannel Man dedicated episode and listen to the interview you did with your wife that I've kind of fell in love with you guys and felt a pang to pass along my own story. I agree with your wife to an extent that this is some Jungian symbol to which we're all collectively reverting. Even that possibility strikes me as such an amazing phenomenon. But at the same time, it's the little details in common in the stories that perplex me. Jung was about visual symbols. This flannel man has a collective response and mannerism in his encounters. Also, similar to your wife, I can connect my flannel man experience to the stimuli of creepy metal music, to which I was subjected to hearing that sparked my paralysis. It's like the music and the emotions it prompted in me spark the paralysis and summon this entity. It makes me think of the Haitian voodoo loa and how voodoo practitioners use certain rhythms, symbols, and symbols to enter into a trance and summon such characters as Baron Samidi. So thank you, J.D., for sending that. That was really, really interesting. And once again, we have the idea that Flannel Man was surprised at being caught or being seen. And of course, there are a lot of other similar features to his sighting, as it were to the others we heard. Thanks so much, J.D. If any of you guys have more Flannel Man experiences, I'd love to hear about them. You can email them like J.D. did, or if you want to come on the show and talk about them. We'd love to have you on the show. So for this week's episode, we are going back to Site 7. If you haven't listened to the first two Site 7 episodes, you might want to go ahead and listen to those to get some background on the area. It's just a very strange place. Site 7's just the code name we gave to it. It started out as what seemed like maybe Bigfoot activity, and maybe still is, but there's lots of other strange things going on there. People talking about drones flying around. Uh, I saw some drones kind of in the area. You'll hear me talk with James about that. We saw something, uh, a flash of movement there one night. We've heard things there. We recorded a lot of weird audio. That's in the second Site 7 episode. You can hear that. Uh, there's been, like, kind of ghostly activity, and Jeff and Lori were talking about some odd stuff they experienced there, including another unidentified kind of cryptid animal creature that Lori saw. James and I, when we hiked in there one time, we got lost in the woods, in about an acre of woods that we should not have gotten lost in. Josh Cutchin informed me this is called being pixie-led, and that uh, seems to have been the case. There was no reason for us to get lost in that little strand of woods. So it's just overall just a really, really weird area. Jeff, the fellow from the first episode, I believe he talks in that episode about it, but even since, he's been telling me about these weird lights he sees in the woods at Site 7. James R. and I, not the usual James you hear on the podcast, but James R. and I went up to Site 7 one night in January. It was the 21st. And I wanted to see these lights that Jeff kept talking about. Well, sure enough, we saw them. They are very, very strange. You'll hear me describe them to James K. And you will hear on-site audio of us there that night. Jeff thinks these lights are eye shine, And I think when I talk to both of the James about it, I sound very doubtful about this. And I want to say, Jeff might be right. That might be what it is. And even at times when I was up there and we saw the lights, I thought, well, maybe, maybe that is it, just because we were looking for any explanation. The truth is, I don't know what they are. They're very, very strange. I don't think they're eyeshine, but that doesn't mean that Jeff's wrong. They may very well be. So what you'll hear is a little discussion I had with James Kay. We were at the Haunted Church, and I wanted to tell him about the lights and get his remarks. That will be followed by on-site audio. The Night We Saw the Lights. It starts with a little discussion between James R. and myself. Then there's a short clip of some kind of something in the woods. There's a higher pitch thing, which I think is a fox, but you can also hear a lower kind of growling as well. After that, it goes right into a long segment where we talk about the lights. We describe what we're seeing as we see them. Because all of the following audio was recorded on-site... The discussion between James K. and I was recorded at the Haunted Church. That episode's coming up. We have a lot of audio to go through. And the rest of it was recorded at Site 7 with James R., Jeff, and myself. The audio is uneven. The levels are uneven because this is all live, on-site recording. I did the best I could to even them out, but please forgive the audio levels. Like I said, they're, they're a little uneven. I think it's listenable. I think it's better than the first Site 7 episode. So here we go, more Site-7 weirdness. We're still in the haunted church in Columbia, but I I wanted to go over something else that happened. The other James and I went out to Site-7 one night. Uh, You couldn't make it, and he was moving. So it was like when it was last night's here, and he's like, oh, I really want to go out, you know, one more time. Kind of. Jeff, who was on the first Site 7, Mm -hmm. you know, he talks about lights in the woods up there. Right. He still thinks they're eyeshine. He still says they're eyeshine. He says it's eyeshine. And he says he sees it every time he goes up there. But in our experiences,
4: being up there, we have not seen the lights or the eyeshine. I have not yet. Well, I hadn't yet, yet.
3: Yeah. Until this. Right. So I go up uh, with the other James, with JR. And we're up there for a time. uh, Probably half an hour, something like that. And I'm looking down the sort of main path. Um, I'm trying not to give away too much. But the sort of main path where we saw the white flash go across right right there I'm, I'm looking right down that thinking that that is kind of where the lights Jeff saw were I'm not seeing anything I'm looking around and I'm getting kind of like you know where are these lights well all of a sudden I looked to the left of that just right into the trees and I'm I'm looking there and my eyes are adjusting to the darkness and all of a sudden I see a light and I said I said to James I said James we got lights and he said I don't know if it's on tape or if he told me later but he said he said he thought I was he's like you're you're seeing things there's no lights here and he came over and I I showed him where it was and sure enough it was a light one single light now that's I'm guessing 100 to 200 yards into the woods
0: Mm -hmm.
3: so you know what's out there we were out there. Right. There's no houses you know, in that direction. No houses in that direction at all. I'm looking at this light, and I see another light off to the, to the left of it. I have my glasses on, so just to make sure I'm, you know, I'm seeing as, as, as well as I can. Because sometimes when I'm hiking, I, I don't have my glasses on, but lately I've, I've taken to wearing them. I'm um, a little bit nearsighted, but this night I had my glasses on. Jr. He sees fine, and I'm talking. I was like, "Do you see that? And do you see the other one?" He says, "Yeah, I see another one." And then he pointed out a third one to to the left of that. Wow. These are single lights. So th- now I'm thinking, like, what's going on? And I'm kind of like thinking, like, what about those drones? Those kids were talking about that. Those drones. Nice. Like, is there a drone in there? And then I'm like, "Well, no, it's in the trees." Nobody's flying a drone, and, No. and it's it. The first one moves very gradually up, slowly. I you know I don't know what a, like. Uh, Jeff explains it as if it's something standing up, and you see the eye and, and you are seeing the eyes going up. That's what that's how he explains that movement, like something slowly standing up, and it wouldn't be about that speed. Sure, I don't think it's eye shot. I'm just going to say that, and yeah. I don't think James. Or thought it was eyeshine either. That said, it's weird. So he has a laser pointer. It's like a 10 mile laser pointer or something. A really powerful laser yeah, pointer. Yeah, yeah. It was the, the green one? Yeah. 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 So he, he starts shining this laser pointer out. I'm like, Let's see if you can hit it with the laser pointer. He hit it with the laser pointer and it turned red. You could tell when he hit it with the laser pointer. It, it, it was a, They were whitish. But, and he'd shine that laser pointer around and when he would we, he would hit it lights would go red and then they'd go out not blink out they'd sort of boop, kind of slowly go out like like the most contracting yeah. into nothing yep and then 30 seconds to a minute would go by and, and uh, they'd come on again in the same place mm-hmm. so if it had raised up in the air and he hit it and it turned red it would come on low again so I call Jeff up and I'm, tell, I'm just like Jeff you're right there's, there's lights out out here and he's like and Jeff thinks it's, it's out of science still like to yeah. this day he thinks it's Bigfoot in the trees they have uh, sentinels or something and they're there all the time and he says they're always in, the, in that same place I don't think so I, I really don't don't know it doesn't but, explain it doesn't
4: explain the single lights and it doesn't explain No, it, it doesn't explain the color change two
3: lights at a distance were are, you know what I mean his, his idea is that it's we're looking at eyes but at a distance they become one one light mm. except we also watched the lights change shape so they went into bars we saw them stretch into bars Jeff comes up He brings binoculars So now we're looking at him Through binoculars The other James said He saw it go into Like a ring He described a ring of LEDs It went from one light Into a ring of lights And then back to one light Wow He saw it stretch into a bar Through, through the binoculars I, They're changing colors They went slightly They went everything From green to red at, To white what, like,
4: what was Jeff's response to this After being up there And seeing this?
3: He says that, that they change colors depending on if they're angry or not. So the, the angry Bigfoot do they, is red. Do they
4: also change shapes. Like, it doesn't...
3: Yeah, it, it, it's weird. Like, so, I'm not... I mean, I am not on the iShine yeah. train at this point. Right. I, hey, maybe Jeff's right. I don't know. But to me, it just doesn't seem... like no. I'm in a weird no, no, I'm, I'm train. like train. Yeah. It is a... There's a weird set of lights up there. I don't know what it is. I, I I can't wait to take you out to show you, but Jeff was right when he talked about there being weird lights up there. There's there's weird lights up there, and
4: I, I sometimes I wonder. I wonder if you know, you know, when we ran when we ran into those, those kids that were out there messing around that night. I wonder, I wonder if what they saw was a drone. Or if they're just so used to the technology and seeing drones and stuff these days and they just assume what they were looking at was drone. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't. Right. Because they were talking about what, blue light or something like that, some sort of light? I forget. I forget.
3: Yeah. But I know they were talking, they, they accused us, of, us the thing, of flying that drone over the, the
4: thing. The thing about, the thing about, and, and this is like, I know a lot more about drones now than I did when we, when we did that, when we were out there for that last summer. And, um, like, you don't, you don't fly a drone in an area like that. No. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, even, like, even like high quality, like, like, the higher the quality, like, the more safety features there are, like, obviously. So, um, I've seen really, very generic drones, and I've gotten to uh, check out and, and see how the expensive high-end drones work. The ones, like, the news would use, Right. Um, for filming and stuff like that. And those things are able to do facial recognition. So you can program in someone's face into those things and it'll follow that person as they walk around and you can control what angle it follows them at and stuff. Wow. Really, really interesting stuff. But here's the thing. It needs to be open space. You can't fly those things in areas where there's trees because uh, there's sensors that keep it from hitting things. Okay. So it's one of those things where it's like, so, you, you can't,
3: so even if you were the you can't get it down in the trees yeah, and, and No, no, around you, them, yeah.
4: you can't get it down down that far into the woods I mean you could fly over right. the woods and you could but like to keep it on a path and like those things also that they don't have a very long battery life so whomever would have been flying a drone out there in the middle of the night that night couldn't have been that far away from them Mm-hmm. you know what I mean because it's also that like if you have well, then where were they though? the crappier the drone the, the more generic the drone the less battery and the less distance you have to work with you know you almost have to have a line of sight with the drone well, that's what I'm saying they have to like unless you have a high end drone where you're able to use your phone to see what what it's seeing and you're able to you know like, mm-hmm. the, the, you're getting into like thousands of dollars right of, of dronage
3: just to fly go around go some kids at night
4: which doesn't make any sense yeah. at all so so the more I think about that and the more that I've learned about drones over the last few months because I, I you know I have a friend that is with the news and did he, he, he had to get a pilot's license actually he mm-hmm. had to get a pilot's license to be able to fly this drone and he um, was explaining to me how it works the intricacies with it right and and uh, <laughs> it was really, really interesting. And as he was talking about it, I was thinking about those kids talking about the drone flying over their head, I'm like that doesn't make any sense because they wouldn't be able to get a drone into the woods. It didn't make any sense like at the time. That. No. And again, they accused like, us. They said, "You yeah. guys are flying a drone over our heads, and we didn't have a drone. I mean, yeah, we couldn't have seen anyway. Yeah. I would be terrified to try to fly a drone through there, even in mm-hmm. the past,
3: especially during the summer when it's all grown up. And and yeah. I mean, it looks very different there now. You can. Right. When we were there, I wonder if we would. If those lights would be able to be seen during the summertime, no, when no, no way, no way. That's that's what uh, Jeff said, and I guarantee you no. Well, way. then we got to get out there again before yeah. before the, the
4: trees get tricked by nature into thinking that it's going to be summertime before. Yeah, the exactly.
3: The whole mood of being in that the one area that we tend to hang out at mm-hmm. night it was very different. It's very different because. There's uh, just the the leaves are off the trees and and all the foliage and stuff is down right now, right. so you, you nothing can get like when we were there, things could get close to us and we would not see them because right. everything was growing up and we yeah. could hear it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounded like things were
4: coming right up, you know. But this is but 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 with the foliage gone, it's like instead of hearing it, you're seeing it.
3: Well, we heard some stuff too. You did. We did hear some stuff and. Uh, James R said he saw something like a stand up on the hill up there, like a, a still light or something. You know, stand like stand up, something big. I believe that's on the tape too. Um, wow. So, you know, that stuff's still happening, and now these weird lights, which, are, and you Jeff know, says they're they're always in the
4: same place. This stuff goes together. Like, like these stories of the lights and these and, and, and Bigfoot things like this seem to sort of be in the same locations right
3: well, and speaking of drones I yeah. don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or I know I told you oh right right yeah so Allison and I both saw this and, and again I don't know if, if I already talked about this but we were um, on the road we were driving and she says look at that and we're, we're near uh, I'd say we're, we're north of site 7 at this point we see first one, then a second of these craft drones. I don't know what they were. They're nothing like I've ever seen before. That I want to call them drones just because they didn't look like planes, uh, normal planes. You know what I mean? That I, I could kind of draw them, maybe, but there was like they they were shaped weird, and they weren't small. They, these were to, to my guess is like the size of a car if not a small like commuter plane kind of thing wow so yeah, I mean the military does fly drones right large like that right and the, but the thing is like these weren't shaped like like the they drones they weren't shaped like planes yeah they weren't shaped like the, the bigger easy. the
4: bigger drones tend to take on the shape of like right plane.
3: right the thing flies over the road Follows the road to the
4: river. But how high up would you estimate?
3: Mm-hmm. So, like, like, like a low plane, like because a, like,
4: because that would because that would actually eliminate a lot of a lot of things to know how high up it was.
3: So, so like a low plane, like an ultralight, uh, okay, so fairly probably close that's, to. That.
4: That's that's higher than a, than a, than like anything outside of a commercial drone would probably. Happen. This would have,
3: if this was a drone, it has to be either commercial or military has to be. So just movie, the size of it. The, the
4: speed of it. What would you say the speed was like?
3: Not super fast, but, but faster than, you know, right. faster than a, the helicopter drone. So. Yeah. So. Okay. So it, it follows the road out to the river, makes a hard right turn, hard right turn, like angular right turn on the river, and goes up the river towards the direction of, or I guess down the river, goes south south of over top of the river towards site 7 from where wow. we were now I don't know if it has anything to do with site 7 but it was one and then another one followed it did the same same movement same hard right turn right over the river <laughs> like it like turned on a dot and and went and this was, is like during the daytime during bright bright day wow Allison saw it too I don't know what she would say they were but she thinks they're I think some kind of dream. I would love to see
4: uh if you if you, you know, before the night tamer you do a sketch of what I'll it was, try it was weird looking I'll try like it had, had like, like really curious. different parts of because structure. I can I can check and
3: see if, if that's something that exists mm-hmm. yeah I mean I couldn't see wings at the angle I was at that that's how low it was mm-hmm. you know what I mean like like I couldn't make out when presumably it had wings yeah. but I I don't know but uh, I think
4: more I think like you know and maybe they're not using them anymore but like the military was using the drones that were um, Kind of like kind of like pangases with wings, yeah, and I've
3: actually seen one of those flying like and oh those
4: the, are those are those are like the size of a car, right, yeah, 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 um, the wings are longer, mm-hmm. the wings the wings have some 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 spread on them, but um, I don't know why it would be flying around there, yeah, other than. So someone else knows about and what's going on over there or it, there's other we were going to something i forget where we were something headed completely but completely unrelated yeah we had no we had to be, be somewhere so it's not like, so, we're here to, like so try it's like trying to chase these so things down what's interesting it. to me about all this is the fact that like we know about this and uh, that seems to be too close for comfort that there would be like some potentially someone flying drones over that area like what are they looking for
3: I mean, it just seemed odd. Yeah, we we're, really we're, were sort of close to it, but when it, and then they headed that direction, I just went, just because we were, there was all this drone talk regarding
4: Really weird. There's a lot of really weird stuff with this area. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.
4: Inexplicably strange things yeah. going on there. Because we had our experience that doesn't fit into the drone no. or, or the eye shine or the lights. Yeah. You know, we yeah. experienced something completely
3: different. May yeah. And or did we? Or is may it or or a big it, foot? It,
4: I, is it part of this is it this is a flip side of the same coin? Like I don't
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's a big freaking question. I <sighs> Yeah, we gotta get
4: back out
5: there. Yeah, definitely. say anything about it but see these these trees on the ridge Mm -hmm. i saw the light go away and come back and i didn't move like something stepped between the trees
3: see that's i saw that when we were here in the summer see these you see these lights here and i on the regular saw something close off those lights and I couldn't tell if it was maybe leave there was no wind, but you know there's
5: a slight breeze. (laughs) (laughs)
3: They're dim But they're in the In the trees See what I mean
2: Yeah Yeah, yeah, if you move at all.
5: Oh, there it is. Just a couple.
2: Hit it with the laser. <laughs> right there, right? Yeah. There's one over there, too. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: He's right. It changes color. It changed to red.
5: That is right there. On the yep. Line.
3: It changed to red. I saw it. Yeah. Changed to red in my way. Yep. That's got real bright. It's moving up. Up. They're moving. Now it's as bright, as bright as I've seen it. You gotta be right on it. You see it? Step in front of me. Yeah, that's it. Now, see, is it moving up? Does it look like it's moving up to you?
2: It just on me. Oh.
3: And the red one is back in the same position. It is not quite red yet, but it's, it seemed like it's getting ready to turn. Right there. Yep, went red. It's blinky. Yeah. Man, that is weird. There's nothing down there. The one to the now, left. Now it's all off to the right. Oh, see, I, I lost it. This red one—it's it, well, there it is a light. I don't know. If it's still uh-huh, warm. Right. There's a light over
5: it's like it moved diagonally up and to the right
3: it was red and then it went away do they look like they're moving to you or is that just me
5: I can't tell what this one was because every time I move I'm losing it behind stuff
3: yeah and the one on the right just turned red again and turn back yep he's right they changed colors jeez I'm not in your way am I? no no I can look right over your shoulder there yep now it's an amberish blinking yep yeah, getting brighter
5: now it's sort of staticky
3: oh it moved yep yeah. and then it went out yep what is that? Yeah, I don't know, man. That is weird.
5: There's one right there, too. Is there? Yeah. Let me get, see if I can. Right there. I can't get there that one. Out. Nope, there it is. And it went away. See it?
3: I don't see that one, right but right I'm. I'm st- like the one on the left lit up real bright for me so i was looking at that for a second it's right there i'm trying to get that one look off to one side and use
5: your peripheral that's what catches it
3: Uh uh-huh it's there that's how i first saw them at all
5: yeah see that one that one's kind of coming and going that one's just sort of
1: whoa whoa
5: do one of those Tiny and red. (laughs) And now the one down here is back. Yep.
3: What the heck is going on?
5: Blue to my eyes.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: And now it's getting long, like a rod.
3: And it is moving. They're sort of bouncing a little bit, right? Yep. That is. Weird. Yeah, and the one on the left just went purple and then went out. went out.
5: It did this and it got long like a rod. It was bright red
3: and it went out. Yeah, I don't. Now, Jeff said he sees two of them together when he looks through binoculars.
5: I don't have my binoculars.
3: Yeah, mine are. So that Man, if you just get it at the right angle, they, they hit bright.
5: That one on the right oscillating colors.
2: exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I got that. They, they
6: change colors? See, one on was right yeah, here. Yeah, did you? And there's usually one to the left of him low. we you got one up here? Yeah, on the left. One of these, he's changed to a rod. A red right? rod? See, now he's orange. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's always there. Okay. usually the one to the left, a little lower, and sometimes going back Yep, yeah, yeah, We one see all three of that up, you described as you well. Know. But I look at them on binoculars, and they'll be like here, and in my binoculars, they'll go shoo! Yeah, straight yeah, up yeah, in what the, the Yeah. They look like they're moving. Well, that, that one. I, I have watched Lower. them when I come up here. There's two together and I've watched one walk all the way over here to the left. And every night I come up, I'm like, am I sure I'm not seeing lights out in the city? But I'm not. No, there's there's no, nothing out no, there. No. I usually get their attention. I
5: don't want to blind you, but I have a laser up there and trying to interact with it.
6: I don't think really I don't think so. They're so far out there. Now you know why I meant about walking out with a glow stick mm-hmm. to try to get a judgment of how And way. I can't tell if they're up in a tree or not because of how high up in the air they are. They probably saw me pull in. But I see two of them. They go from green to orange. I, we've seen them go I've from
5: seen the blue,
3: blueish, orange, red. Orange, yeah. red,
5: amber.
6: Yeah,
3: we saw them go red a couple times.
5: So the one that's lower and to the left <clears throat> that turns amberish and orange—it it, it feels like a slide. I don't know
6: if the guy in the middle, or what they're doing. If they're just keeping a lookout. There's a guy up to the right.
5: Yeah, I yeah. think
3: I'm catching that. One
5: way to the left. One in the middle. And then one up
3: and to the right. Yeah, kind of like. Uh, and that one just went red. One, to, it went red, and now it's amber in the middle. Is yeah, that and the now it's, it's brighter?
6: Yep. Now it's orange looking. That's yep. it's gone. Now he just shut Blinked off. Blinked out. <laughs> so Instead of the other one. Now what? he came back on. I think they're Bigfoots with eye glow.
3: I have no idea. That is whatever it is is crazy.
6: And I only think that because of the stories.
5: And well, yeah. Can I borrow your...
6: Yeah yeah, 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 I see them all the time. Sometimes even... I thought I saw, minutes, I for back. a
3: second, two together. You know yeah, what I mean? Like the eyes. The first
6: time I came up, there was two together. And I watched one walk to the left over here.
3: Like one single light.
6: Yep. Now, when Lori was here, when she first caught the two eyes, they were right here. Really? Because she was taking pictures of these lights up here. Oh. And it just happened to get in one of her pictures that I noticed. So he was right on this bank.
3: Like high up or closer to the car?
6: Uh, about halfway.
3: Because when I had my Jeep parked pretty much right there, it got hit by a stone. Yeah? Yeah. But okay, that looked like a blink. Yeah, it was this summer.
6: Sometimes we'll see them rise up in the air like it's like they just stood up.
3: Yeah, right. I, that's it's not
6: my hands shaking either. No, no, no.
3: Because for a minute I thought it was just my eyesight. Like right. I thought, like, I'm just seeing it. Like they look like they're moving, but they're not. But they're, they move.
6: Good. I don't see the one that's usually way off here to the left. But these two are always in this position. Like one seems higher, but he's further back. Man, that is wild. And I don't know if they're in trees or on the ground.
3: Bam, just went out one to the right. I watched it go from, like,
5: a circle to a rod, and it went out. What the f***
6: is that? The rod could be they just move their head, and you're catching the trail of it moving. But I don't ever see two eyes, but there's... When I, I thought
3: I did for a second, but it could be, you know, looking through the binoculars right. or something.
6: Now, I, I've seen some guys on YouTube that have eyes glow like this, and they look pretty much... And, really? Yeah.
3: If you like, link me to those
2: videos. If you, okay, if you can. Okay. The one guy with. in
6: Texas has them in his yard all the time. He goes out and talks to them, and they light up. You know, the road here goes right to them. I know. I, I've hiked this. But you got to go down. It goes like this, yep. and then back up. What are you? I don't know what they are.
5: That thing is too low. That's not a star. Next. No, no. no. I see all the time. That is in the woods.
6: Now, I don't hear anything tonight. Some nights I'll hear something. Like when the dog was barking, I was hearing shit.
3: Well, we heard, like I said, probably a fox. Man, if you hit him at the right angle, they light
1: up.
6: Yeah. But that one's getting brighter. Now
3: if, the know, one to the left is the hardest one to catch. It must be behind more the others.
5: Yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's,
6: it's, it's either Bigfoot or it's aliens.
3: Or some kind of, I don't know, yes,
6: It's orbs. not an orb because they're in the same spot every time.
5: If it was somebody dipped some glow-in-the-dark paint, put it on a limb or something, it would be constant. Right. It wouldn't... I mean I guess it could appear to come and go behind full there is no there's no leaves right. no. to do that
3: yeah, and, and there's be, no yeah. wind and I really.
6: this has been going on for wow, me since last winter
3: it just lit up
6: bright. and I'm telling you last winter they were in the same place
3: I can understand okay so let's say there's wind we don't know about right and it's blowing something in front of it that would make it go out but wouldn't make it change color would or make it change shape or light up brighter Right. Like not, it's not, you know what I mean? Like they that's Turn
6: not. off, like on switch. That like, boop, they go off. Yeah, exactly.
3: And the one up to the right is red again and out. Jesus! Now it's on, reddish.
6: Josh, you're crazy because you want to see more, but this is all you really see.
3: You know,
5: those three things are over there going. What are those
2: noises?
6: <laughs> hey, There's three distinct voices. <laughs> <laughs> they probably got someone sneaking up here watching us. Uh-huh.
5: Well, they do want to keep your attention, right?
6: Wow. But what are they doing is my question. Are they just keeping an eye out? See, so here's the thing. Here's the thing.
5: There's two lights on top of this hill, right? Mm-hmm. Those are obviously what they are. Right. Yeah. And if you move...
6: There's actually four of them up Yeah, there. if
5: you move around, they'll kind of come and go, come and go.
3: But not in the same way. Not like this. No. It's a constant color.
2: Yeah.
6: Have you see yeah. one stand up when you're looking at it, and all of a sudden it looks like it rises ten feet in the air. You know, I come here in the daytime and look out through there with my binoculars to try to get an idea, and they must be way out. I've come here at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it's the same thing.
2: Can you see
5: that one? Yep. Right there-ish.
6: Yeah.
3: I caught it for a second.
6: He's orange right now. I always was told the orange is danger, like, if they're communicating with each other green means it's cool. Well, that's...
5: (laughs) Hopefully that works to our advantage. And
6: orange is usually, you know, warning.
5: Yeah, there it is. I see it turned orange.
6: The guy on the very left is lit up.
5: Standing over here and you're like, I've got lights over here. I was like, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah.
6: Ooh, that guy on the left just stood up.
3: Because that would happen. I, it, he went out for me, but maybe he just raised up and I can't see him from where I am. Oh,
6: God. The
5: guy
3: on the far
6: right almost looks like he's up on a tree.
3: That's what I thought. Which one?
6: This one one. Yeah. Yep. Wow, do that again. Put it right on him. I almost saw him. And if I can... Whatever you did, he was lit up. If I can... I'm
5: looking...
3: One on the right is red. Amber. There. Yep. Yeah, there's another guy over
6: here to the left where you just shine. I that. saw
3: it, it kind of flickered on and flickered off. Right there. Yep, I see him too.
6: Yeah. Man, I understand
5: because it's not just a reflection. No. If it was just a reflection, I, it would be static.
6: I've been, I've been ruling all that.
5: Like, well, What could be providing enough light to bounce it like that?
6: nothing and why would it change color those things something living out there that can make its eyes glow is this what people say they see around bigfoot all the time
0: mm-hmm. these
3: kind of lights yeah uh, yeah the, well orbs too but these aren't orbs and orbs tend to move Move. yeah uh-huh. drift like, like there.
6: now i've hiked this whole side of this hill Mm-hmm. that big tree that got thrown at us or whatever uh-huh. was right up here right on the left hand side we were coming down over into this hollow back to the, to the vehicle when it happened
2: the the color
3: changes are, are just fascinating
6: when he that
5: it went red went
3: out. it went red when you did that dude yeah
5: you no lock my laser but
3: the other guy still lit up you must have hit it dead on that time. I swear. It, like as soon as you you turn it on, as soon as you turn it off, it went like red. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
6: trying to piss him off. <laughs> I'm guessing they can light up the ground in front of them and see what they're doing. Man, that's
3: crazy though. It doesn't make sense. Right? Like biologically. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah. Unless they see in a different wavelength than completely, they provide, Completely, completely different. Just outside their yeah, that's true. These
6: things might be aliens. You have no clue what they can do. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. mean, Bigfoot could be part alien. Oh, yeah. So, no,
3: I, 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 we don't. Yeah.
6: I've had too many people see eye glow to say that they're crazy.
3: I agree. Oh, oh, too many people. Are, oh, man, it goes red, I'm amber, not saying red.
6: Not that every Bigfoot can do it, but. Maybe just the ones with that badge for
5: their.
3: <laughs> I, th- I think there's more than than we initially thought. They're all three unless there. they're really moving around, yeah, around. yep yep and it went red
5: he's moving you see that
3: I lost him
5: he's moving right there yeah that is moving yeah it's moving to the right yep and away yeah I agree and now this guy's really
3: bright and it changed to a whitish red amber
5: now it's moving up and left yep
3: what the is that one in the middle went red and went out while that went up to the left
5: now it's gone uh, down
3: and it's brighter and there's one further to the left than, than any of the ones we we saw before you have to catch it right oh, yep there's two of them you see two of them? I saw two of them okay
5: and there's another one back there where I haven't seen one before
3: what the f*** is going on? I don't know dude I think that is an owl. Maybe an owl and a dog, but...
5: Maybe it's dog owl.
3: <laughs> dog
6: owl.
3: <laughs> That's just what don't, we need. Don't be
5: confused with owl dog. Oh, yeah, dude. It's totally different.
3: So the, It's like the reverse centaur. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the ones to the left, correct me if I'm wrong, do they not seem closer to us? Yes. Than the, okay.
5: They seem like they're further away diagonally to the right those ones to my eyes mm-hmm. now the one in the middle is the one in the middle is just bright
6: dude
3: <laughs> and out <laughs> that's so weird see now with the naked eye that one in the middle I swear I'm seeing two side by side look do you see two and the one in the middle and it's going up and down with the binocular chef, that one in the middle.
6: I see all kinds of You of know, it just gets bigger, like it, there's a whole changes. bunch of LEDs. Like if you're looking at
0: a light, like.
5: Yeah. Alright, I have a theory.
6: When he gets real bright, it almost looks like a whole series of LEDs come in a big circle. Yeah, there's two of them up high now, to the right of the guy in the middle. And the guy down here to the left, he went totally out. Okay,
5: so... First things first... There's a source of light on the other side of those trees, over the top of that hill... ...that is providing some form of light. It could be... ...eye shine, from a reflective... ...eye.
6: If that was any kind of animal other than a foot, I don't think we'd be able to see that little eye.
5: I sat and stared at the spot. What I saw... just looked like a rod, or something longer and tubular. Like the end of a limb, or... I don't know, an eye. It could be, I don't know, but... While it was coming and going, I saw something very large moving in a tree, up and to the right of it. Because of the light source on the other side of that hill, I can see a shadow, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And something very big, I was focused on the light, not that shadow. Got. I saw three, four, maybe even five lights all around each other. Yeah,
6: that's what I mean. It
3: and they just big. sort of
5: blinked and blinked and went
6: out. They at a big circle of L, orange LED lights.
5: Well, these were pretty far apart from each other, but in the same vicinity, and they were all different colors and different height.
3: I'm not seeing them now. That, I don't know if they're moving behind trees or something, but I'll, I'll catch it real quick, and then...
5: Well... it's not a star <laughs> it's not a glow in the dark stick or paint or anything like that it appears to be either a light source or a reflective surface one or the other the different colors that sort of makes me think it's reflective because different surfaces at different angles will send back different lights out of the same light source based on how it's tinted and angled, etc. But I don't know what that is.
3: Yeah.
5: Finally, I can say I'm one of those people that's seen the lights. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. People talk about it, and I'm always like, oh, these people are crazy. No, there's. I don't know what that is.
3: <laughs> I want to give just a little end note to this. Last week, on February 21st, so pretty much exactly a month since we were up there and saw the lights, I hiked into Site 7 just to see if I could find those lights. I went in during the day, I wanted to try to figure out if there was anything that could explain them. It was an interesting day. I was alone. I heard what maybe wood knocks. You know, when you're alone in the woods, it's always hard to say, because you don't have someone else there with you to turn to and say, did you hear that and what do you think that was? I don't believe they were woodpeckers because they were just one loud crack, but again, I was by myself. Maybe my nerves or my imagination or whatever it is when you go to spooky places, maybe that was getting the best of me, I don't know. It was a very warm day and it was not an easy hike. I didn't really find anything that could explain the lights. I did find a large tree formation. These are really hard to talk about in terms of Bigfoot because I think a lot of what people post are probably just natural snow breaks and stuff. However, this was the top of a very large tree, which was balanced with the branches down in a little clearing where there were a bunch of other tree breaks around it and so forth. And there was no tree around it that this treetop came from. So I don't know. Could have been people. I don't know. But it was strange. It was strange to find that. The weirdest thing that happened all day is I got out my dowsing rods, which I I carry with me in my hiking pack. Uh, Dowsing is probably a whole other show, but you can use dowsing rods to find things. Uh, Find lost things. Find missing things. Some people say find treasure. My father used dowsing rods to find the well on our farm when we had to have a new well drilled. It's called water witching, so maybe I get some dowsing talent naturally. I don't know. Anyway, I got the dowsing rods out to try to see, you know, if they could help me find the source of the lights or find whatever it was hiding in the woods. I was standing with my back to the woods. I was standing in a clearing. And as soon as I got out my dowsing rods, it's like the woods behind me went nuts. Bunch of noise thrashing through the leaves, about five, ten seconds maybe at most. Very, very strange. The dowsing rods did not help me find the source of the lights, so I don't know. Just another weird day at Site 7. I'm sure we'll be going back to Site 7, so stay tuned for more. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts. Music, books, art, podcasts, and more. Darkhollerarts.com Intro and background music is by Stone Breath. Go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com for more.
0: Sadness on me Why crawl into my mind With scrying bowl and tarot
3: card What did you hope to find? Why tie some phantom to my heart To
0: prove that it is there Why hold my hand at midnight Daylight like like never, never dead to return Oh, you, you could have, have me had me once but now that time is gone Why melt, melt red, red wax, wax into, into my hair Why not the witch's string
4: Why swing a little, a little pendulum, pendulum? Try to get
3: to me. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum.